0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.
1: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank.
0: All right, five o'clock fire time. Sean Bajani in for Ron Ugly. Clint Sterner, what is all the animosity about? My gosh, between you and Tyler today. It's, it's actually, believe it or not, when we do that, it's love. Okay. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> I mean, double, I mean, I double Look, rods, I mean, really?
0: I mean, there was a lot of heat. Lot this lot of guy,
1: this guy behind the glass is annoying enough, man. Uh, and it's but there's <laughs> there's some space between the two of us and. Just I mean, yeah, on, you're a regular, lucky on a regular day, it's enough, and then I get your ass in here, and hey. it's, you're within an arm length distance, and i got to deal with you during the breaks. If so that, that glass wasn't there, I'd be on your ass like a spider monkey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you only got an hour, Clint. Only an hour, <laughs> Big <get>. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's it. And uh, in the meantime, a couple more sleeps before uh, we get championship weekend kicked off Chiefs-Ravens, 2 o'clock Sunday. The injury reports are out. For the Ravens, tight end Mark Andrews, a full participant in practice all week. He'll play, at least as expected to. Uh, cornerback Marlon Humphrey, uh, who missed the game last weekend against the Texans, logged his first full practice of the week today. He's still listed as questionable on the injury report, uh, while linebacker Delshawn Phillips is doubtful with a shoulder injury. Uh, Tylan Wallace, uh, Ravens receiver, and corner Rakyasin are both Questionable For the Chiefs, per Adam Schefter, the Chiefs have officially ruled out Joe Thune, uh, Derek Nandi, Sky Moore, uh, who's on IR. Prince Winogo on IR as well. They're all out for Sunday's AFC Championship game. They also are listing Isaiah Pacheco, their running back, Willie Gay, and Kadarius Tony, the receiver, uh, as questionable going into Sunday's game for Ravens and Chiefs. Yeah, b-
1: the big news here, obviously, Mark Andrews, uh, safety net, safety valve, uh, comfort blanket—however you want to couch it—for Lamar Jackson feels like icing on the cake at this point. Yeah, well, yeah but I mean, look, there's—I mean, look, I like Isaiah Likely, and he did moss Stingley last week. Uh, but Mark Andrews on a whole other level. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it's there there's they're 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 thunder and lightning, if you will. But Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in, in the game. Getting him back is big for the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey. Uh, him being a full a full participant at practice uh, today or yeah today Friday um, he's still questionable but but being a full participant at practice today uh, I think is big. Those two guys for the Ravens um, are, are the news, and then when you get to the Chiefs, the Joe Tooney deal is is uh, is is painful to hear. I mean that is that's that's a big time interior offensive lineman. Whether you look at how um, the the uh, the Chiefs have been able to run the football uh, of late, or you you talk about pass protecting uh, as it pertains to the interior of of Pat Mahomes' offensive line. Joe Thune is a, is a problem. I mean, him not being there is is a big problem. And then the other one here that I think is a little bit surprising is Isaiah Pacheco being listed as questionable. I, I, for what I've read, that is that's a real questionable. That's not just blowing smoke. Apparently. Uh, there's a chance that he could uh, not play in this game. So those two, not to mention Willie Gay, if he was back defensively, it would help that defense. They've got a hell of a rotation there at that position. Willie Gay is, is a special player. So I don't um, think there's
0: a chance in hell Pacheco misses that game. I mean, I'm going off – I'm of, just going off what I've read. I, I know. Mean, I've read that it's not
1: – they, they ain't bull jiving. There's I know. Did you
0: see his interview earlier this week, though? No, I, I did mean, not. he seemed like he was in really good spirits. Yeah. Like, you know, amped up to play this weekend. I, I just – I look at, like, the Mark Andrews situation on the Ravens. Like, he's not healthy, but you have a chance to go to the freaking Super Bowl. Your ass is going to give it a go. You, you know what I'm saying? So. You would like, think Isaiah so. Like, Isaiah Pacheco, like, yeah, he's banged up. I get it, but it's a chance to go to the Super Bowl, continue this dynastic run the Chiefs are on. I just don't think there's a chance in hell he misses that game. By the way, um, to make you feel a little bit better about the Joe Tooney thing, uh, I did not know this. Nick Allegretti, he's their uh, – Replacement guard played in fourteen games the last five seasons. He has just as much postseason experience as anybody else on that offensive line. Granted, a lot of it came as a special teamer, but he did play in the Super Bowl in twenty twenty one when they lost to the Bucks. Uh you said in fourteen
1: games in five seasons.
0: Yep, fourteen game, fourteen playoff games over the past oh, five 14 seasons. Playoff
1: games. Okay, I got you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's got just as much, you know, postseason experience sure, as anybody he's been else there. on that team. Sure, he's, been he's been there. there. So gotcha. moment not going to be too big. Uh, for him. Next up on the 5 o'clock fire.
1: 5 o'clock fire.
0: The five thirty kick. 49ers and Lions. Key injuries to report. Kyle Shanahan, 49er head coach, says star Debo Samuel is not on the injury report. In fact, he will play on Sunday according to Shanahan. Um, is a quote-unquote full go today in practice. That's is the biggest headline from that game in terms
1: call from mom answer it call silenced
0: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
1: you have 47 new voicemails You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Of guys you're worried about or not so much worried about anymore playing in that game. I didn't get a chance to ask you, though. I want to do this right here. Rewind. Chiefs, Ravens. You said you were rooting for the Chiefs. Who's going to the Super Bowl to represent the AFC?
1: I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. You're I'm Chiefs, not. Right. I'm not as as convinced. Baltimore is a good football team. Don't get me wrong, but but um, the Texans were a really bad football team uh, last week, and and so you look at like I think a lot of the hype is how they just dismantled the Texans and dominated the Texans. Um, I, like it, it again, good football team. I'm not sold that they're that they are that damn good. Um, and, and that they're gonna they're gonna just ease on through Kansas City. I think Kansas City wins this ball game on the road in Baltimore. What's the one
0: thing the Ravens have to do in your mind to get the job done?
1: They have to be able to run the football the way that they ran it before. If this turns All into right. a pass first situation, where where Lamar sure he'll make some plays with his feet, but I, the, the, like like him making enough plays with his feet to outscore the Kansas City team is going to, is 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 not going to happen, right? And so then you start looking at. Um, if he's forced to to sit back and and distribute the football from the pocket consistently, um, who out there is convinced at this level that he can do that consistently over a four quarter ball game? I'm not. I mean, some people may be. I'm not. Uh, not to the caliber of AFC Championship Super Bowl caliber. That's a different animal right there. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced he's that guy. If he does it, we. I, I've got to. I've got to give him this. I got to tip my cap and, and keep it moving. But right now. I believe that if they run the football and they run it well, then the play actions there and and all the one off stuff with with Lamar Jackson is there, and Kansas City's going to have problems. So. I don't
0: like uh, the historical, you know, statistical data when you talk about head to heads. Lamar's one and three all time in the postseason or all, all time against the Chiefs, uh, including the postseason. One and three, every game he's played against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, he's found a way to make plays with his legs, right, and it, it's been costly. Uh, they haven't won, but it's been costly. I mean, he's run for 47, 56, 64, and 87 yards, I think it was, in those four games, um, and I think has scored a touchdown with his legs in all but two of those games. He's a different dude now. I'm not expecting 100 yards on the ground like he put up against the Texans last week, but even then going into that game, Clint, we were talking about, you know what? He's going to get his at some point. He's going to yeah. bust one for 15. He's going to bust one for 20. Hell, he busted one for damn near 40, I think, against yeah. the Texans last weekend. So, I just think it's something you can't control, really. It's kind of yeah. like damned if you do, damned if you don't. If he don't burn you, then, damn, Gus Edwards sure has the yeah.
1: – uh, <laughs> Well, I don't. I think that's the most – I think, to me, the most misleading thing about last week is um, really on both sides of the ball. The, the way that Baltimore bullied Houston – Mm-hmm. I mean, like flat ass bullied Houston from the jump. Um, well, I think it, it really did happen. We all watched it, right? I just don't think you're going you're going to bully your way through the playoffs. We've yeah. we've seen a very well rested Baltimore team bully a Cinderella in one ball game, and I think there's a huge overreaction to that.
0: Maybe. Maybe they just look so damn good, man, and I feel I agree. like uh, they look good now. Don't get me wrong. You know, Lamar's got a chip on his shoulder, and there's a lot of guys who can't operate to their optimum potential with a chip on their shoulder. I don't feel like he's one of them. Yep. I think he's out to prove something. So I'm going to go Ravens, Lions, and 49ers. Who you got? My heart, my heart wants
1: the Lions. My head tells me it's going to be the 49ers in a big way. I, I, I really, I really want the Lions to win the whole damn thing, but. Uh, I like the 49ers in this one, man. I, I don't know if you mentioned it or not yet, but Debo Samuel. Yep, uh, he he is playing. Uh, in fact, I just heard some audio. He's telling folks, "I ain't protecting a damn thing. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be physical the way I always am, uh, the way I always play." And and they're gonna keep on keeping on. The 49ers are 30 games over 500 with Debo. They're sub 500 without him. Him playing is absolutely huge. I like the 49ers in this game. I think the Lions defense ends up being the problem. I I think when you look at these two teams, I think I think the San Francisco defense matched up with the Lions offense is going to be a hell of a matchup. I think the 49ers, I think the offense, I think they run rough shot through through
0: the Lions defense. I kind of want the 49ers to win this game because of the Brock Purdy stuff. I I feel like there's not a lot of people that really are all in on this guy that really believe yeah. in him and I just I want him to have an incredible game. It was yeah. tough luck, man, for him to get bounced out, knocked out last year in the postseason, right. see what happened to the 49ers. He gets an opportunity to come back, go play in the Super Bowl. I want that guy to have an incredible game and people to be like, holy smokes, this dude's for real. I mean, at one point, people were, not a lot, I'm talking about this guy as an MVP candidate. Absolutely. He had the numbers. Absolutely. I want him to go out there and, and, and prove it. And I And prove agree. everybody wrong.
1: I agree. I agree. I, I, hate, I hate when people minimize... Uh, really 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 good quarterback play just because some other guys you know like Pat and Josh and all those guys are so physically gifted and and play in such a freestyle fashion that 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 we just minimize what some of the pocket guys do yep um it's 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 unbelievable man i mean it's you look at the way CJ Stroud played this year and the way Brock Purdy has played this year and and they're not the only ones i mean it's the way Brady and Breeze and all those guys became hall of famers but well, you, you always just find ways to minimize it. Unless they're winning Super Bowls, you find ways to minimize it, right? A lot of folks ask, like, what can Brock Purdy do? The only thing Brock Purdy can do is win at a clip that forces people to give you love and give you credit, right? You look, Pat Mahomes goes out there and, 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 in no way, in shape or form, am I saying that Brock Purdy's Pat Mahomes. But, hey, old but, Kermit, but hear me out. Frog here, that guy right there, <laughs> Pat Mahomes, goes out there and has Tyreek Hill, and he has the best tight end in in, in football, maybe in football history. Has one of the best play callers, a head coach that's doing things that no other head coach has ever done. Offensive minded play caller, and nobody ever doubts the greatness of Pat Mahomes, even though he's got greatness around him, right? Brock Purdy goes out there, and he's got greatness around him. Sure, all this, all the very similar things. He puts up good numbers. He wins a lot of football games and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's a system guy. Or oh, he can't you want to minimize and discredit. But he's
0: got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. But he's got Debo Samuel. Yeah. But yeah. he's got George yeah. Kittle. Yeah. You know?
1: And look, I get yeah. it. I understand. I understand why people do it. It's, hell, I'm more I'm more entertained to watch what Pat Mahomes does. I'm more entertained to watch what Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson do. I ain't no doubt about it. It's it's funner to watch. But don't don't minimize or or, or Um, you know, take for granted the guy that chooses to play on script, on platform, and win from the pocket. It is a beautiful thing. We watched it right here in Houston at a clip that I don't know if we've ever seen a rookie do it. Five o'clock fire.
0: New Chargers head coach Jim Harbaugh will have his introductory press conference held uh, February 1st. That's a Thursday at SoFi Stadium. Uh, The Panthers informing their interim head coach, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, that he will not be retained despite the two years that he has left on his contract and is now free to seek employment elsewhere. That, according to a source, a couple of NFL nuggets for you. Feel bad for Tabor, right? Uh, (laughs) I remember ahead of the uh, Texans and Panthers game, um, Frank Ross in his uh, infamous – uh, two day before the game, press conferences, comes in, like, fiery, hot, pumped up, ready to go. Had glowing things to say about Chris Tabor, like, one of the best special teams coordinators he's ever seen kind of a thing. Well, now he's going to be looking for a job. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, it won't be anywhere close to these parts. The Texans uh, keep Frank Ross aboard. But... Boy, you,
1: you got a feel for those guys in Carolina, man. That's where he's at, you talking about? Yeah, Carolina. well, it was. Well, I mean, you, you, got a, you got a feel for those guys just simply because, you know, you gotta feel like at the at the very least, with Frank Wright getting hired, and when they put that staff together with Caldwell and Howard Thomas and or Thomas Howard, Thomas. which one it is, Thomas, Thomas Howard, Brown. Howard Tom, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Brown. Brown, there you yep. go. Um, uh, what's what's my QB's name that was that they that that old numbnuts wanted as a head coach here? Um, um, McCown. McCown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, when you you just start looking at that staff, boy, you you got to look around and go. I mean, Easy Row Everett was their defense coordinator, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, that, that guy was getting head coach interviews. They basically head interviews. I well, mean, it's like, they all
0: got head coaching looks, and they were all yeah, on that stack. Right, staff. right, right. It was right, crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of them deals you
1: got to, man, if you're a coach, you got to feel like, hell yeah, man, we got we got a real chance to literally the wheels coming off. What was it, six games into the season they, that Frank was giving, giving up play calling duty yeah. to Thomas Brown? I think so. I mean, yeah. the wheels came off. And then taking it back. Yes, and <laughs> he took it back a couple weeks later. I mean, the wheels came off damn near immediately, man. What what a mess. You, you Think about it. You, I mean, three months ago, these dudes felt... Re- Four months ago, these dudes felt really good about life. Yeah. Hey, man, we're in a great spot. We're, we're fixing to rock and roll. Bryce Young, first, oh, number one overall pick. Uh, Let's ride. Poor little guy. And then here we are. What do you think
0: the C.J. Stroud factor right. was in all of that? Like, them seeing uh, what yeah, C.J.'s doing...
1: The only thing that, that makes it all make sense to me from a distance is that Tepper forced them to, take, to Bryce. take Bryce Young.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know that that's so interesting. You'll never really know. I mean, maybe one day, many years from now, you'll never really know if the Texans would have had that number one overall pick, what they really would have done. Well, you, would it have always been CJ, as they said? Well, you, you just look at what... I don't know. Down. I don't, I mean, don't you, care now. <laughs> you had an offensive-minded
1: head coach that that has won at a crazy clip, take the job in a month in the season, give up play, call, and duty. I've never met a – and I'm talking about great coaches. Like, I, like, I, why would you give up on anybody in a month, much less yourself as a play caller, after, after Frank Reich has done what he's done? Yeah. Like, to, to me, that was – when John McClain – I'll give John credit. When John said it, I thought, John, you're nuts. John, John literally said – I said, what do you make of it? He said, the owner forced it. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's – the owner wanted this Bryce Young guy. The head coach didn't. Clearly, they've probably had some conversations about it. it was, there was probably a rift there at some point in time. Now it's not working out. The owner really needs this young quarterback to work out. And What does he do? He tells the head coach that he that he's sideways with, hey, man, to hell with your play call, and put, let, let Thomas Brown do it. He's a offensive-minded guy at a McVay's system. And it, it, that, To me, that's the only thing that makes sense. It doesn't make sense for Frank Reich to just say, I've been doing this my whole life. It's my job. It's it's my it's my job and my future. You know, I'm the but head gonna guy. But he's going to go out that let way? Me wash my hands of it and let this Is guy he going
0: to go out that way? Like is he he's done with coaching, right? I mean, <laughs> that was like a report. I'm talking about when weeks. the decision was made. Oh, I know, but I mean, if unless that was him like he was like, "You know what?
1: <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't know, man. That would be I, I've never seen it. Because
0: if you had something stripped from you, right? And you had a chance to take it back and then Couple of weeks later, you're fired. You're gonna to want to go prove yourself again, right? Oh, this isn't yeah. a guy that I mean, has been coaching know. in the I, NFL as a head guy for 20 if, years. If I were Frank Reich, I don't know that
1: I'd I feel I need to prove anything to anybody. I mean, I may want to keep working, but I don't, I'm not real sure that I'm. I mean, hell, there. I wonder how much did he get paid to
0: bounce? I, I would imagine a pretty hefty sum. Like, I mean, I, I yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, millions, I I'm sure. But I mean, still, I mean, that's what you do, and you never really had an opportunity to develop your guy, right? Yeah,
1: yeah no doubt, no doubt. He got, but but I mean, you just he, clearly there was a situation, which that's why he got fired. There was a situation that was not conducive to winning football games. Yeah, he's and, Clint Sterner, and, and the old boy's got the checkbook one out, didn't he? He did. That's
0: how it works? He's Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani in for Ron Hughley, Tyler Milner producing. Coming up next. Uh, The Astros got themselves a difference maker this week in Josh Hader. What kind of difference will it be? His message to the fans and more. We'll have it for you next at Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Here we go. In for Ron Hughley, Sean Bajani, Clint Sterner, Tyler Milner here. A couple of segments left to go in the show and uh, just inside three weeks before spring training begins for your Houston Astros. Pitchers and catchers reporting February 14th, first workout, I believe on the 19th. And then it's on, man. It is absolutely on. Baseball season's here. So as much as we're going to be talking about a uh, another pivotal Texans offseason, we're going to get a chance to enjoy some baseball here pretty soon, man. Welcome home. Got us kind of fired up this week with Dana Brown, the Astros general manager,
1: Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
0: arms In all of Major League Baseball in the bullpen, closer Josh Hader uh, obviously has a lot of questions in regards to, hey, did y'all forget about Ryan Presley? No, uh, we just decided to be absolutely elite, shut you down, kick you in the ass, get the hell out of town. Kind of a bullpen, and you've got Hader, Presley, and Brian Abreu about to do their thing this season for the Astros. That is the message that I think everybody's been waiting for Dana Brown to send to the fan base. When day one he came in here and said, Clint, I'm an aggressive guy. I'm going to be aggressive. Um, I know talent. And I'm going to make sure that, you know, we've got it and the best. Well, we were waiting and waiting and waiting and turning an uneventful offseason into uh, one in which you're able to go out and grab Josh Hader is a pretty damn good start if you ask me. Hell
1: yeah, it's and it's all I needed to be completely honest with you. I mean, uh, we we've we've talked Astros consistently for the last well, hell, since I've been here, but but we do it every year, but but the last couple of years I I, I know on this show multiple times we've discussed man is you know, is the is this the World Series window coming to a close? You know, what are they going to do here? What are they going to do there? Are they going to make the move for Verlander at the trade? You know, all that kind of job. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's real. I mean, I think it's I think it's a, when when you've had the level of success the Astros have had to date, at some point, it, it, great things have to come to an end, right? And and so I think it's natural to always look and go, okay, well, are, are they done chasing? Are are, are we going to just settle for? The run it back, and this is what we've got, and let's see if it's enough, and or, or are we going to continue to be aggressive, make moves, and give ourselves a chance to 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 win a, super, a a World Series every year? And me as a fan, again, we're doing a little bit earlier than than ever before, if we're being honest. But the minute Josh Hader became an Astro, and that that was announced, I immediately every. Every ounce of me that thought, hey, man, this World Series window could possibly be coming to a close, I said, to hell with that. The legend continues to grow. Yes, yes, it does, TK. Um, was that Blum or TK? That was TK, That was man. TK, right? Um, man, it, it just, it's so beautiful. Five years, 100-plus million, arguably the best closer in baseball when you've already got a, a, a great closer, one of the best, best ever in the playoffs. Um, in in Ryan Presley, it just again before we ever get off in the weeds on what it means in the rotation and yada yada yada. As a fan, it's just absolutely beautiful to know. Hey man, the mindset at least for the next four or five years is going to be pull out all the stops. Yeah, let's go win another World they Series. It's absolutely beautiful.
0: Every intention of keeping that window Hell open yeah. for as long as possible. And look, what everybody really. Uh, you know, cares about but is concerned about, right, is the future of guys like Alex Bregman, Jose sure. Altuve, Kyle Tucker. Uh, you know, are you going to sign Fromber for long term? He's still got a couple of more seasons in an Astros uniform guaranteed. You know, there's, there's guys that have been pivotal uh, members of a World Series roster that you're going to have to make a difficult decision on retaining. And how much is it going to cost you? And is it feasible? To me... When you go out and get better, right, at a position that you were already pretty damn good at, and you felt pretty good. At. I mean, Ryan Presley was nails last postseason when he came into a ball game. I felt like I was as calm, cool, collected. I don't, I don't know if you're a nervous Nancy or not when it comes to postseason baseball with the no, Astros not like too that. Much. But not unless I have a reason, hey, you know, I think you felt as good about that guy as you could with anybody. And now you go out and you get Josh Hader, and you have got seven, eight, nine locked up. However, way the Astros and uh, Joe Espada see fit to to utilize that talent back there, it's Whoa. great. But the future is, we're not paying a guy ninety five million over five years. To come in here and be a closer on a mediocre ball club. Right. That's the We're key. We're paying a guy ninety five for five years to come and be a closer on a World Series contending sure. baseball team.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. To 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 lengthen that World Series window. Right. I mean the reality like I guess where I'm coming from is like you, you look at the moves that they chose to not make in the past. Like George Springer bounces, you're not better in center field. Right? Carlos Correa bounces, you're not better at shortstop. I mean, it's it, it look at, and I know this was not necessarily. Go on. <laughs> well, but, but I'm, no, I'm 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 talking about uh, uh, first base. Yuli Yuli leaves. You're not better at first base. I know you made a move to to potentially be better, and hopefully that that Abreu will be better this year. Mm-hmm. But right now, you're not better, right? I mean, you, you there, there's some there's some we can we can talk about some pitchers in start and rotation that left. You're not better, right? I mean. At some point, that's going to bite you in the ass, and at some point, that's going that's going to equal, hey man, the moves you've made over the last three years have have allowed that World Series window to come to an end, yeah, to come to a close. And uh, but but um, the Josh Hader moves completely erases all that from my concern or yeah. or my mind, yeah. right? You know what I mean?
0: I think it. I think it should. I, I think it should give you the confidence on the direction that this ball club thinks it's you know, can still go. But it bites you in the ass when you make the wrong decision, when when you're unable to hit on the talent that you think can develop. You feel a little bit better about losing Correa because you can see the promise and potential in a guy like well, Jeremy Payne. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. feel but a little reality bit better about... is he ain't better. No, he's not better, but you feel a little bit better about uh, losing George Springer when production increases elsewhere. And you can kind of hang your hat on sure. a guy like Jordan Alvarez Uh, eating up a large chunk of that offensive production that George did give you. When Kyle Tucker's swinging an MVP-level bat, when Alex Bregman is swinging an MVP-level bat, when your catcher, uh, Yiner Diaz, is hitting 22-23 bombs in limited potential, in limited time behind the plate, and as a DH at times, playing all over the place, you feel better about that because you could see the promise that, hey, we might not ever be as good as we were at shortstop, but maybe we're better at catcher. We may not ever be as good well, in center, do, right, But right. we're better at this position. Right. You know what I'm saying? At, at some point, your pluses
1: need to keep up with your minuses. Damn it! The math ain't yeah. no math if you just keep minusing. And that's my point. Is <laughs> is is? Look, I mean, there's there's a there should be a plus at catcher this year. There should yeah. be there should be a plus in the bullpen in a big way this year, right? Hopefully there's a plus at first base with the Brayu getting on track. Hopefully Montero, the Montero money pays off at some point in time. And that's an actual plus with the add of Hader now. Now he's got a little different role. Um you know, hopefully the, there's some pluses that catch up. Maybe Peña does end up being like I think it was the right move, but but the reality of it is is, is with with the exception of him being absolutely tremendous when it mattered the most. In the 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 last year in in the playoffs, um, I mean it, it's not a real convincing uh, you know sample size with Pena as it pertains to Correa. So at some point the pluses got to be that got to got to cancel out the the negatives if you're going to stay relevant. And I like the Hater move. There's a couple of there's a couple of pluses that you can bring in with Hater.
0: Yep, Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani in for Ron Hughley wanted to play what Josh Hader had to say to you the fans earlier this week in case you missed it. Oh, sorry, Tyler, you don't have it. Okay, we can play that on the other side. My bad. Did I throw you a curveball? A hater curveball? (laughs) All right, coming up next, it'll be final segment of the show. I'm not going to tell you how to fan, but I want to know how you're fanning this weekend. Who are you rooting for? I'll tell you where I'm standing, and I feel like it's the only place you can be. That's next at Sports Radio 610. Sports
1: Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley.
0: In for Ron Hughley, Sean Bajani with you, Clint Sterner, Tyler Milner here as well. Sorry about the curveball last segment, Tyler. Oh, that's on me, bro. But you know what I got to do? I got to pay off on the team. Bull crap. So I need too. two things, Get Tyler. Get it together, you two. I need two things. I need my Josh Hader message to the fans. And I need my Josh Hader, at least, former walkout music when he's a member of the uh, San Diego Padres. Something tells me, though, that he's going to be uh, changing it up because he had we something sh- totally different in Milwaukee. He's
1: changed it up before, right? Milwaukee it was something, Think- and then it, it
0: changed it up, yeah. <laughs> I like the old song, uh, Renegade, for Milwaukee, but... And ain't walkout closer type music, man. That ain't going to rock here. Well, <laughs>
1: the, the bar the bar has been set high, boys. The bar has been set
0: high. It has.
1: Ryan Preston the little Johnny Cash. And then, uh, what was the guy's name? I forgot earlier. It's drawing a blank again. DJ right Khaled? Now. No, the long-haired closer. The long-haired uh, oh, bullpen. Stanek. 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 Ryan Stanek. Um you can go Yo, back his, further, Billy Wagner, her Sandman, dude. Was yeah. that was that Inter yeah. Sandman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, there's a history here. Like, you can't come in here, at Josh. I mean, you're a great player, no question, and you're making some serious bread. Um, you can't come in here half stepping with your with your walkout music. <laughs> like, you can't come in here, bull job. Like, standards. you can't. Like, yeah, I mean it. it it's got to be. It's got to be right, man.
0: He's improved. He's come a long way from his Milwaukee days. Uh, here, I'll be honest with
1: you. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the DJ Khaled. I'm not a big fan of. The, I mean, the song's oh, fine, dude. but a,
0: as walkout, it's uh, it's just. Dang. I could see it. I, I was getting down to it earlier when you and Tyler were jamming it. So, uh, all right, let, let, give me a, give me Hater's message to the fans, and this is what he had to say earlier this week. I promise to give you uh, all I have on the field
1: and in the community. You know, we're excited. We're excited to to be here, uh, to win
0: now, and, you know, many years to come. So, appreciate everybody here, and, and thanks, Houston. All
1: right. maybe hey, not. We, we appreciate you, Josh Hader. Yeah. We appreciate you. I now, do. get that Stroh's jersey on and get out there and kick a little ass, huh?
0: Yeah, bring a little fire, bring a little heat, right? I wasn't really feeling the message to the fans there, but I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. This is his walkout tune, or at least it has been in San Diego. Look, yeah, I could get that's, down with that's this. Real that's lights real San go Diego-like. out. Like <laughs> lights go out. Get the flashlights on your phones going. Forty thousand people at Minute Maid have this up, with this blaring. No, I on dig the speakers. it. Speakers? You kidding me? Turn
1: it up some, T. I, I can't get. I can't get a real good feel. Yeah, nah. man. No, no, it's just not. It ain't moving me. Dude, I don't know. That makes me tap
0: my foot a bit. I might have to add this to our rotation. It's not I just, just about me.
1: you. That's fair. It's not <laughs> just about you.
0: Gosh dang I got stopped being selfish, Tyler. <sighs> as
1: long as it doesn't. I mean, it, your pops helps. Your pops is an Astros fan. Yes.
0: He, uh, I uh, mean, uh, it,
1: it, when this comes on, is he going to be like, hell yeah?
0: Probably not. Yeah, but you're talking about pops. It's a, There's a, a generational gap and probably a, a interest in – music genre gap there. But,
1: Johnny, I didn't ask why he's not going to bob his head. The point is, is he's not going to bob his head. That, that, Every is, much not, is... that is not going to hit. That ain't going to hit for a good chunk of the Astros fans that are in the stands. I'm I mean, would you me. want him
0: to play Margaritaville coming out of the stand? Now,
1: if, if he wants to be popular, yeah, Margaritaville would be a damn hit. I mean, Tommy Trumpets is playing out there, and Edwin Diaz and the whole world loved it.
0: Yeah. That's got that's got rhythm. I know? think
1: if he comes out
0: to Margaritaville, he should always
1: have like a frozen marg with him too on the way to the mound. Uh, there would be there would be a, a margarita uh a discount for that while he's on the mound. <laughs> yes. Great, great, great promotional ad, by the way, y'all. Yes. If he does do something like that. <laughs> and mean, over at
0: El Tempo, between the
1: end of the eighth and the start of the ninth, yeah. margaritas are half off. As, as, as long as long as haters on the mound get you get you a half off margarita at uh oh. upstairs and we'll call the special Josh Hater Margaritas at Menomade Park we'll call them Hater your haterade, haterade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about a haterita? Haterita, bro haterita. Yeah. Yes oh, I mean see but I mean he obviously point is is yeah I mean it's it's, it's a nice little beat and ain't nobody I mean, j- ain't nobody jumping out of their seat for this